We're on a mission from God. And now for something completely different. This is Pastor Jolly John Lekumski. And this is Pastor Matt Youngblood Clark. And uh, this is Wrestling, Wrestling with, with the, the Basics. Basics. Yeah, see there, right there, the fact that Matt and I have trouble coordinating our voices, that should actually be a comfort. That should be a comfort for our listeners. I, I don't know if, if uh, well, they probably do, Matt, because we have very, very sharp people that are up on, on all the latest uh, events. Uh, the and the edge. thing is, Matt, the robot, the, uh, thank you. The robots are taking over. Uh, and they've been doing it for years. Uh, a lot of people lost jobs because robots came and uh, the factories were automated. Uh, even in our homes, you know, robots are washing our dishes. Uh, they're, they're sweeping our floors. Uh, but the radical thing that has happened in just the last few months is the arrival of something called Chet GPT. Do you know, you know about the Chet GPT, Matt? The, the Chet GPT? I think it, John, Chet, I think it's, yeah, Chet, I think it? it's, I think it's Chat, Chat GTP. Oh, 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 yeah, yeah, you're right. Yeah, Chat GPT. Uh, 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 so what is <laughs> it? Whatever, this, this Chet this, guy is. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm sorry. I don't think they couldn't make simple names. What, what, what G, I don't even know what GP, whatever it is, it's, it's a computer now that can simulate a uh, 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 human language and human communication. Uh, you, you ask it a question, and rather than saying, go search some website, it will actually answer your question in natural, very, very normal-sounding speech. And, and, and what they're doing is they're combining this now with this new deep fake technology where they can take just a few minutes of your voice recording and they can duplicate what your voice sounds like. Well, well anyway, to, to finally get to the point, uh, you will not know anymore whether you're actually listening uh, to a real human or whether it could be some computer-generated uh, material and voice that you're hearing. Um, and I just wanted people to know, in, in wrestling with the basics, we will always be a human broadcast. We have no robots here, right, Matt? That's right. It is flesh and blood. You're stuck with me and John. <laughs> Although, Matt, it just occurred to me that if, if we had been taken over by robots, isn't that exactly what the robots would say? Well, that's true. That's true, John. So I don't know. What, how are we going to prove to people that we're not a robot? Because it's that good now. Uh, well, I know. I know, Matt. You know, when you go on the web page and, and yeah. you're trying to log into some, some website, sure. it'll, it, there's a little box that you check, I'm not a robot? Yes. Okay. So people, let me assure you that Matt and I, we always check that little box, don't we, Matt? We do. I do. I, I, I always <laughs> okay. do. Okay. All right, so don't worry. This is a total human. In fact, I'm thinking robots would not stoop so low. <laughs> That's how you can be sure that we will always be a fully human, because robots would not stoop so low as to do wrestling with the basics. <laughs> we, you right. will receive the same quality of programming here on Wrestling the Basics that you're accustomed to. 
just to show we are not robots. <laughs> so thank you, man. So that'll be the sign that the robots have taken over. If the program seems to have a higher quality, <laughs> then maybe, then maybe they've taken over. All right. We really need, <laughs> before the robots do come and take over, just for, for this, because we've become so stupid, uh, we're doing the Beatitudes, Matt. You love the Beatitudes, don't you? What's not to love in the Beatitudes? <laughs> exactly. Um, and so the, two weeks ago, we, we gave you some of the Beatitudes, and uh, um, uh, we, we started in the middle, uh, and, we, and we talked about the promises that God makes in the Beatitudes. So do you remember it all? <laughs> I know it was two weeks ago, and you're a busy guy. You've preached two or three sermons between them. Do you remember any of all the promises that God made to us in the Beatitudes, Matt? Yeah, so I think we started in the end, didn't we, John? Didn't we kind of start from yeah, the, the yeah. back and we were working our way forward? Um, yeah. So, so things like, blessed are uh, those who are persecuted for righteousness' sake, uh, for theirs is the kingdom of God. No, 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 no. We, did, we didn't do that one yet. Matt. Oh, we didn't do that one? <laughs> no, no, I'm sorry. See, a robot would know that, John. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. If you had talked to Chet GPT, he would know exactly what we did the last Chet time. Chet would know. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I'm sorry to keep putting you on this, Matt, but the fact of the matter is I realized I didn't have the right sheet opened up on my computer. <laughs> I was trying to play for time. <laughs> well, blessed are the peacemakers, Stalling. right, John? Blessed are the peacemakers. Uh, no, they, no, we didn't do that one either. We didn't do that Matt. one either. <laughs> no. Well, which no. ones did you do, Chuck? <laughs> okay, well, I'm so sorry. <laughs> we actually we started we started with a uh, uh, blessed blessed yeah blessed are those who hunger and thirst for righteousness. Uh, that's where we started. Uh, and, and of course, the promise there is if you if you if you long for righteousness, if you realize you're not not the righteous person should be, you will be satisfied. And the word there means to be completely full and fattened. It's not just that you get enough, but you got like 12 basketfuls of bread and, and fish left over. And, and the other one was uh, the beak shall inherit the earth. Uh, and we talked about how the, the word there is the humble. Uh, and, and I'm more convinced after thinking about it the last two weeks, Matt, that the earth there actually should be the land. That it's a reference back to that Old Testament promise yeah. that uh, the people of God would inherit the land, and and, and you know the, the why the other evidence I came up with, and uh, in, in the in the end of Deuteronomy, uh, Moses is speaking to the people, and Moses said, "God humbled you; He made you meek in the wilderness." Uh, and I thought, well, of course, see, that's that's the whole point here. Just like God promised them this land, so He's promised us this land. Getting there, we might end up being humbled. We, in fact, we might, and we will, we will. But, but uh, the land is ours. Uh, then, then the one that is, of course, a great comfort to you is me and the pastors, because we deal with this all the time. Blessed are those who mourn and know what's going to happen to them. They will be comforted. Yeah, and again, we talked about the fact that the word comfort there doesn't mean just kind of touching somebody on the back and saying, oh, it, it, it'll get better. But it means like it says in Revelation 21, where it says, uh, uh, he will wipe away every tear from their eyes and death shall be no more. 
Neither shall they be mourning, nor crying, nor pain anymore, for the former things have passed away. So that that's what God's going to do. It, it it won't be just that it'll get better, but there won't be any reason to weep anymore, because God's going to take care of all the things that make us mourn. And now, finally, the one that I didn't get to, Matt, <laughs> which is verse 3. Do you have your Bible open, by the way, Matt? I sure do. I'm ready to go. All right. So here's here's the first to be attitude, and then I'll tell you why I left it to the last of the study. What's verse three? Okay, so verse three, the, the first of the Beatitudes, uh, blessed are the poor in spirit, theirs is the kingdom of heaven. And uh, the reason I, I've left this uh, to the last is because it's the same promise that will be made at the end of the Beatitudes, that uh, it, it's the poor in spirit who get the kingdom of of heaven, um, uh, uh, Professor Gibbs at the seminary, Dr. Gibbs, would point out that we hear that as a place, right? The kingdom of heaven, it's a place. Mm-hmm. But really, uh, the sense there in the Greek is that it's a it's a reign. It's where God's ruling, where God's in control. Um, and it's interesting, you wouldn't think the poor in spirit would get that. You would think it'd be the strong in spirit. And yet the testimony of Scripture is, no, that doesn't work that way. Peter, remember Peter when he thought he was so strong and he boasted, oh, man, I'm going to go to prison. I'll die for you. Oh, yeah. And yet at that point, he really wasn't part of the reign of God at all. In fact, Jesus has to turn around and say to him, oh, get behind me, Satan. <laughs> you have on your mind the things of, of man, not the things of God. So it is actually for those of us who, who do have our times of doubt and we do see that we are weak and, and that we do things that we know we shouldn't be doing and we feel those lusts and those angers and selfishness in our heart. Uh, but, but that's the promise that, uh, that we're going to be the ones that God will reign over. And, and the other thing I wanted to leave this for is because everything else has kind of a future sense. They will be comforted. They shall inherit the earth. They will be satisfied. But what's it say here about the the reign of God? Yeah, there is the kingdom of heaven. There is the reign of God. It's in the present tense. And, you know, that was the big point you made two weeks ago when we were doing the Beatitudes, Matt, that... uh, uh, What's the phrase? Not yet, but... (laughs) Yeah, now and not Uh, yet. Yeah, that's the phrase, which means what, Matt? Yeah, so when we think about this is ours now. So, and I I love that idea of reign of God. So it's not geographic. It's not like some kingdom with borders and boundaries like we think of kingdoms today or nations today. But no, this is the reign, the rule of God. Uh, It's ours now, but it's not quite fully realized yet. Um, You know, Jesus, for instance, he ushers in that reign of God with every with every blind person he restores sight to, every deaf person that can hear, he overcomes the effects of sin and the work of the devil. The reign of God is ushered in. And the reign of God is in our lives today, right? Um, every time that, that God and is at work through his word, through the sacraments, uh, breaking through sin, breaking through the works of Satan, we see the reign of God. I think of when we come to worship, boy, we really get to see the reign of God at work. So that's ours now. Uh, but um, we also know that this world still stinks. <laughs> There's still sin, and the devil's still at it. So that did, did you say the world stinks? It did stinks, you say John. That? It does. Okay, all right. I know the robots are taking over. People are acting <laughs> crazy. Fine. It's it's yeah. Since the time Adam and Eve sinned, it stinks. But <laughs> but you know that that full reign of God will come 
when um, the not yet part of it is when that full reign of God comes when Jesus returns, right? And so now, yeah. wow, his reign is over all things for the rest of eternity. So, uh, so now, yeah, but yes, not yet. Yeah, exactly. And, you know, I, I, I like what you were saying there. You were talking about Jesus healing the blind and, and uh, the sick. And, uh, the, and, and what we forget is he's doing that today. Uh, you and I as pastors can give testimony to all kinds of people who are in very difficult situations physically, spiritually, mentally, and, and they got better. And, and, and Jesus healed them. Uh, but see, that's the thing. We, we think it was the doctors, it was the medicine, it was the counselors. And of course, it was all those things too. But where do those things come from? Those, those are the means. Those are the, the gifts that God provides that Jesus uses today to, to do these things. There are miracles happening all the time. If you can only realize the fact that it is a miracle that you and I have something to eat today. Because uh, the way this world is, it's amazing that there's any food out there. But, but yeah, uh, of course, the problem is, Matt, we also still see all the troubles and the trials and the struggles but we forget that's the way it was in the days of jesus too he didn't heal all the blind he didn't heal all the crippled uh even as he was raising someone from the dead in one city we know there were other fine people that were dying who would not be resurrected until we all will be resurrected as you said uh, at the end of the world well so anyway those are the promises people if anybody's out there mourning if anyone feels they've been humbled or they're hungry or thirsty or they're just feeling poor in spirit please understand no no you are precisely the one to whom god makes these beautiful promises and then i think what happens because uh, you were alluding to this already uh in verses seven and following is we get a description of what now is going to happen to us how all of these promises are going to change us. So let's just have a look at those if we could, Matt, uh, starting with verse 7. Okay. Blessed are the merciful, for they shall receive mercy. So when you begin to understand that God's going to comfort you, uh, he, he has this land that you are going to inherit no matter what, and that in your hunger and thirst, he's going to come and say, hey, you're, you're forgiven all your sins. Your, your, your thirst is satisfied. Your hunger is satisfied. Take, eat, take, take, drink my body and blood for you for the forgiveness of sins. Then that changes us. And then we start showing that same kind of love and mercy to the people around us, even as we, we have been shown mercy. Uh, and I think it's the same thing in verse 8. Yeah, verse 8, uh, blessed are the pure in heart, for they shall see God. And, and, you know, I think it's interesting because it's pure in heart, uh, not pure in our flesh. No, no, we all still struggle with all the same sinful things that everybody in this world struggles with. But at the same time, we know that in Jesus Christ, as we've said, we are totally and absolutely forgiven. There's nothing left for us to do. Our sins are just as white and pure as they possibly could by the by the blood of the Lamb. And 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 what's this see God business, Matt? But see the the, the whole land thing, uh, inherit the land. That's an Old Testament thing. What, what's this see God though? Does that have an Old Testament connection? Yeah, you know, I, I think. Uh... When I think of, of seeing God in the Old Testament, it's it's something that <clears throat> really doesn't happen, right? You know, I mean, uh, boy, you know, to see the face of God, you know, we're not we're not worthy to see the face of God, and yet in the Old Testament, we even hear. I, my mind goes to the benediction, though, too. You know, in, in number six, 
Um, the Lord bless you and keep you. The Lord make his face shine upon you or, or lift his countenance upon you, depending on how you translate that. So, you know, by God's grace, boy, by his mercy, boy, he, he looks favorably upon us. Um, and we're able to, um, you know, we're blessed. We're blessed by his countenance, his face being lifted upon us, all, all by his grace and blessing. Boy, that's that's a great reference, Matt. That, I had never thought about that. But yeah, so the whole Bible goes through this whole big business about, oh, no, 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 uh, uh, Moses, you cannot see me. You can only see my backside. Uh, uh, and, and well, nobody wants to go up to the top of the mountain when God's on Mount Sinai. Mm -hmm. and, and yet you're right. The, 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 the key blessing in there is that the face will shine upon you. Uh, and it actually says that uh, the English wants to change it because that's what our teachers told us not to be repetitious. Yeah. But in the Hebrew, it's <laughs> the word face twice <laughs> in that ironic blessing. Uh, and, and of course, that, that's the point. We, we couldn't see God. We, we couldn't stand in God's presence with our sinfulness. But now that we have all these things we talked about, all these promises that God made, uh, which are all summarized in his forgiveness, well, yeah, we, we actually will be able to see God. And and uh, uh, while it's only by faith now, we do. We see him every time we go to church, don't we? We see him in the baptism and in the supper uh, and in the word. Uh, anything else about those two passages you want to say, Matt? Yeah, I think, you know, just as we talk about the the pure in heart, like you already mentioned, John, I, I can't help but think of, uh, again, worship, and it's oftentimes in our offertory, we sing the words of Psalm 51, right? Created me a clean heart, yeah. O God, and that that's our prayer, uh, and he answers it, and, and even in worship, uh, we receive the forgiveness of sins, we receive that pure heart, that clean heart, and having been forgiven, yeah, now we can, you know, see God. Um, we see God at work, like you said, here in this world. But again, that not yet element um, when we are completely uh, only saints, right, without sin and, and in heaven and the, at Christ's return, boy, then we will see God uh, face to face. I mean, that's that's almost incomprehensible for us. <laughs> but uh, we, we look forward to that, too. Uh, and the not yet uh, of the Beatitudes. So, so as we talked about uh, two weeks ago, all these promises about uh, the comfort and the inheritance and the satisfaction and the kingdom, the reign of God, uh, those are all in the passive. It doesn't require us to do anything. When we find ourselves in those various difficult circumstances, God simply says, this is how it will be. Okay, just trust me. This is how it will be. And now we, we find out, well, how is this going to change us in our day-to-day -day life? And we will now be more merciful. And, and we do realize now that even though we have sin in our flesh, we are pure in our heart. And then the final thing that's going to, that is changing in us at this very moment, we're not perfect in this and we never will be because of our sinful flesh. But the final uh, thing that he promises is going to happen in terms of changing us is what in verse 9, Matt? Verse 9, uh, blessed are the peacemakers, for they shall be called sons of God. So, what do you do with that, Matt? How have you handled the term peacemaker? Yeah. Well, I, I think, um, you know, when we think about, you know, Jesus' ministry and, and certainly his followers, I mean, not literally bringing peace in terms of um, no more conflict in the world, especially, you know, kind of a political conflict, you know, just the opposite, you know, in Jesus' ministry at times. Uh, but yet, I think this... Uh, to be at peace with God, you know, the peace that comes with sin forgiven, 
uh, the peace that comes with yeah yeah being restored even physically i suppose uh, when with the reign of god uh, that that sort of peace that comes through reconciliation between us and god and us and, and one another the uh, the word peacemaker I, I found out is actually a, a term that the rabbis would have used a lot, and of course uh, the rabbis would have used it. Then it would have been the I don't know what the the word is for maker, but it would have been shalom maker. Shalom. Mm -hmm. Oh maker. yeah, sure. Yeah. Yeah, and, and like you said, uh, shalom is not just a a worldly peace. Uh, uh, shalom is this. It, it is the entirety of everything that is peace. Uh, peace with your brothers, peace with God, peace within yourself. Um, and, and this is what happens now. We we don't want to bring division. We're not looking to bring separation and anger. But what we really want as Christians is we do want to bring this peace. And I don't know. If there's any other way that you can bring peace other than letting people know about the the true peace breaker, right? The one who does bring peace on earth, uh, Jesus Christ, who came with one purpose and one purpose only, and that is to suffer and die, right? As I said, I, I didn't come to be served, but to give my life as a ransom for many. And, and certainly then we have the right to be called the sons of God. Uh, I, I, I'm thinking on a passage that you may have preached on recently where, where it says you got to be perfect as your Father in heaven is perfect there and the, and the, the verses that follow these Beatitudes. And, and the comfort is in Jesus Christ. Yeah, we, we are. We are the sons of God. Uh, again, not in our flesh, sad to say. No, in our flesh, we still get angry. We still want to even the score, eye for an eye, tooth for a tooth. But but in this new pure heart, this new heart that has been shown mercy, there is this desire. We just, we want to people to be at peace with us, but more importantly, to know that they are at peace with God. And then comes the, the conclusion. If you want to read this, verses 10 and 11 and 12, let's just wrap it up here as we're almost done with the show. Yeah. Sounds good. Blessed are those who are persecuted for righteousness' sake, for theirs is the kingdom of heaven. Blessed are you when others revile you and persecute you and utter all kinds of evil against you falsely on my account. Rejoice and be glad, for your reward is great in heaven, for so they persecuted the prophets who were before you. And you'll notice again, uh, theirs is the the reign of heaven. Theirs is the kingdom of heaven. Uh, and, and I think it's also interesting when you get to verse 11, it's no longer just a general statement. It's not only just blessed are those, but it is blessed are you. You, blessed are yeah. You. Yeah, so he's talking specifically about these disciples because you remember that's where we began uh, two weeks ago, that these were words not spoken to everybody, but they were spoken just to his uh, 12 disciples. And they literally would have this fulfilled in their lives, wouldn't they, Matt? They literally would be persecuted and reviled and uh, accused falsely. Uh, but I was wondering, how does that apply to us today? Because we're not persecuted today. I know a lot of people think that it's tough being a Christian today, but trust me, uh, what we're going through right now can't really be called persecution, certainly not like it was for these men who all, except for one, lost their lives uh, for their faith. But do you see any application then to this verse to our lives today? This blessed are you when you are persecuted. Well, I, I think, yeah, I mean, I think, again, you know, not in, you know, by God's grace here in the United States, at least not imprisoned or, or jailed or um, our lives taken for following Christ. But 
Um, yeah, I do think there, you know, even within families, I think that some feel those there, there's some persecution that comes with being a Christian or there's, you know, uh, you're, you're, they, they write you off because you're the crazy uncle that talks about Jesus. <laughs> so I think sometimes yeah. there, there's there's forms like that. Right. And I think that that Jesus words gives us hope, uh, even you know, no matter what that that quote unquote persecution might look like. Well, and, and I think the thing is, even outside of that, uh, the fact of the matter, even if we're not persecuted, we are still afflicted by the devil who's like a roaring oh, lion. You bet. The, the, the world does does hate us. That's what Jesus says. And we have all of these things we struggle with in our own flesh. So, yeah, there's still, I, I think that's the point. As a Christian, you're going to have problems. You're going to have troubles. Uh, in this world, you will have trouble, Jesus says. But... The promise still remains. We, we still have the reign of God now, and we will have the completion of that reign in the future. Uh, so, so that's the thing. Uh, we are going to be blessed no matter what happens to us in this life. Uh, well, well, thank you, Matt. Uh, no computers here. It's just Matt and John. And this has been Wrestling with the Basics. Mm-hmm.